0: What's going on, everybody? Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining us for anything and everything rock and roll. Of course, with a little bit of ADD. I'm Zach.
1: I'm TJ, and I'm Robin. And
0: you're listening to Rock Detention. I don't feel sorry. Gentlemen, how are we? Good. Always good.
1: And in, in, in hindsight, after you said Zach, I should have said I'm back, but I didn't.
0: Yeah, dude. What really. happened last week, Mine?
1: Oh, uh, I'm not gonna bash the trolley or transportation. Uh, system well, now they're not gonna be the, on the uh, podcast. Uh, he said I, I, he's not gonna I, bash. It. I didn't even name it. Yeah. I'm not gonna bash him. I just uh a little the more. Gatlinburg information.
2: Trolley Express.
1: Oh, there it goes.
2: Well, now they're not gonna uh,
1: be on the podcast. Li- yeah, boys, there's literally no transportation in like the Smoky Mountains. I thought for sure, okay, let's ride a bear into town or something. <laughs> but no, yeah. like. So we got, we flew in and there was like, it took us like 15 minutes to get an Uber and we didn't think we were going to get it because there was like one in the area apparently. And then the day I texted you guys, we took an Uber and they're like, he's like, yeah, I'm the only Uber in town. And after like two o'clock, I'm out. And I was like, uh, well, there's a trolley system. We're like, well, this will be easy. And I've ridden, I've been everywhere and done transportation New York, Paris, Minnesota. And uh, <laughs> he said, soda. <laughs> It was not easy to figure out at all, so I saw the aquarium about four times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the outside of it or the inside of it?
1: All the outside, and then uh, some sweet little old lady—I won't call her old, but some sweet lady—and her daughter and her grandkid gave us a ride back at like 11:30 p.m. or midnight or
0: something like that. I can't D- remember what time. Did it you was. have a bandana on? Of course. Dude, okay, it, it, now your lady was with you, correct? Uh-huh. That is the only reason you got a ride back, because she would have been scared of you if you were alone, dude. Uh, I don't know. Uh, TJ
1: doesn't
2: seem like but it, very it, threatening
1: It it, de- it, defi- it definitely helped, probably.
0: It yeah, helped, so because why. Tosh is such a sweetheart. And you are, too. But, you know, if, if someone just saw you from the outside, they would think that, you know, who he's a mean rocker.
1: Uh, well, and the good news was the Gatlinburg Trolley was free. However, the Pigeon Forge one is a dollar. And by the time we figured out how to get to the Pigeon Forge one, we didn't have any cash. So the sweet old lady gave us two dollars.
0: Wow, dude. Well, so
1: we, and, and when we got there, like people were like, such thing as Southern hospitality. And that's some Southern hospitality.
0: I, I love it, dude. Dude, now, why didn't you, What was service good up there? Like phone service?
1: Not at all. So no if it was, like
0: no, you could have done this I show for me.
1: I, I, I even <clears> brought <throat> my little uh, headphones, like as a backup, like for just the, in case. Uh, like just plug in, yeah. But Dang. yeah, it would've, I would have, I would have been cutting in and out, and if I even got connected, because like, and that was the other thing is like we couldn't Google Maps anything if we were anywhere, because we don't know how far we are, which direction to go. Like, almost felt like Bear Grylls for a little bit, just riding trolleys.
0: Well, I'm. I'm glad you got your trolley experience out of your system.
1: Oh, yeah. Anyways, otherwise, it was good.
0: Well, we missed you, homie.
1: I missed you. And I uh, I caught up with you guys. I watched.
0: Nice. <laughs> Did you hear me? <laughs> Did you hear what I said about you?
1: Yeah, dude. didn't like okay. it, but whatever.
0: All right. Just making sure.
1: Oh, and, uh, and uh, the um, what? Munster cheese? Munster. Unster, I think
0: it's Muinster. M-U-E-N-S-T-E-R. Uh, Muinster.
1: And for a while, it looked like Robin was wearing a do-rag. And I couldn't tell that was a backwards hat because of the lighting.
0: <laughs> yeah, mine. Cool, but dude. it's
1: good to be back. Sorry to take up our first five minutes.
0: Oh, That's no, you you're guess. good, Robin. Robin, everything going good in your world? Yeah, everything's going great. Is there, is there a show you want to tell us about that you might have... Uh, done this weekend that might have been really big, maybe?
2: Oh, I opened for Jack Ingram. Yeah, mine? Uh, yeah, that was fun. Um, it's an interesting place. We were up at a place called St. Joe, Texas. It's about an hour huh. and a half north of Fort Worth. And, uh, yep, it's basically like this. It's, it's the stereotypical small Texas town, but it's uh, you drive in and there's you know, a gas station, the little square where the courthouse is, and then this venue. <laughs> like, that's huh. it. Um, right on, dude. And, uh, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, Jack was a super nice guy. But it was dude, very Dude, I was in because... one of his music videos. Which one? I don't know.
0: But I was in one of his music videos. Yeah. He shot it at the Lakeway Inn when we were in high school.
2: Yeah, because he lives out in uh, Spanish Oaks, I think. Cool. Um. So, uh... but, yeah, he was a super nice guy. But he, like rolled in right before his set and right as soon as his set was done he rolled out. <laughs> it was like Dang.
0: okay. So, like his whole band set. or just him? Just him. Right on. So, I mean sounds yeah. like an artist.
2: Yep. It was a lot of fun. And uh Yeah. But I have this I have this weekend uh kinda off uh to just focus on whatever the heck I have going on here. Get caught right up on a dude. Lot of stuff. So, so.
0: So you're saying it'll be easier to get a hold of you this weekend?
2: Yes, unless I'm down in the elephant room, and then you get hold of no one down there because there's no signal.
0: Yeah, ah, uh, you need that, you need some familiar. Wi-Fi
2: down there, bro. We've uh, we've talked about it. We'll see. So. Oh,
0: I was being funny. There's no Wi-Fi?
2: No, there's internet, huh. but you have to plug directly in. Um, this yeah. Get
1: a light the the Ethernet adapter. <laughs>
2: That a thing?
0: Dude, bring rather. your own uh, router with you. BYOR, come on.
2: There you go. There you go.
0: All right. Who do we got going on this week, man?
2: Oh, we got uh, we got Dorothy Lawrence or Dorothy Butler or Dorothy Butler Lawrence. It depends on uh, which aspect of her life you're <laughs> looking at. Okay. Wait, which one is it? Can, can you use yeah. more? Code? Uh, I, I, might,
1: I might have screwed up our video picture this week then if I'd put no. Dorothy Butler. No,
2: you're good because <laughs> it's the Dorothy Butler law firm. but Uh but she is uh legally dorothy lawrence so she just because she had uh she had the dorothy butler law firm going before she was married so she just kept her maiden name as that so it's it's all we're all we're all correct everything is correct
0: so if i say dorothy i'm saying it correct
2: yes so i don't i don't uh i don't think you can get that one wrong zach
0: what what am i doing with my hands
2: i don't know what you're doing with your hands (laughs)
0: Give us an intro, Robin, oh, please, right.
2: because we're talking to her, but she's not even <laughs> on yet. <laughs> so Dorothy Lawrence is an uh, extremely successful lawyer, the uh, president, CEO, founder of the Dorothy Butler Law Firm. And uh, she is a tremendously talented multi-instrumentalist in the woodwinds department and has played with all sorts of uh, solo acts, metal bands? Yes, 80s metal band. She has played with all the 80s metal bands. Um, she's done a bunch of Broadway musicals that have come through, like the traveling Broadway musicals. Oh, hell yeah. So yeah, so when they dra- when uh, the traveling musicals come into a city, they'll usually have the core group of musicians. They'll have like a drummer, the guitar player, a keys player. Those are the guys will tour around with the thing, but when they need woodwinds or horns or anything, they hire them out uh, locally. And so Dorothy does that when they need 18 different woodwinds all played by one person. So, I'll be dang. Yeah. So, we, you know, should, we should probably bring her on. Yeah. This is, this is Dorothy Lawrence. Dorothy <laughs> <Father Hey>!
3: Lawrence. <laughs> jazz
0: hands. Hello, Dorothy. They How were not supposed
3: to be jazz hands. Those would have been faster. Oh. They, yeah. They were slower. The
1: hands
0: are quicker than the eye. No. Oh, it's okay. It, there's a lag on my end. There you go. So, so what woodwind do you play?
3: So I primarily play clarinet, nobo, and, um, and then I, an English horn, and then I double over or triple over whatever number we're at to saxophones and flutes. Goodness. So now, in any show I could play, I think the most I've ever done is eight at a time on a show.
0: Now, do you, it, 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 I take it that's union, correct?
3: Uh, yeah, some cities it's a union gig. I think, yeah.
0: So you're getting, you're getting an extra spiff for every instrument you play, correct?
3: Yes, indeed.
0: That's awesome. Good for you. So would an oboe player be an obist? Oboist. Oboist. Okay. I was just curious. <laughs> and a clarinetist?
2: Yeah, you got it. You My, go. <laughs> that's what's up. This was fun. Thank you. That's what's missing, and that's what's missing from rock and roll these days is, is, uh, is a, the clarinet. A
0: hornist? Oh. Hey, Van Halen <laughs> I just want to say hornist.
1: Van Halen did it. <laughs>
2: A clarinet is that a word? What's he really?
1: Yeah, uh, Big Bad Bill is Sweet William now. It was uh, the Van Halen's dad.
2: Oh, all right, never mind. I take it back. Rock and roll has a clarinet.
1: Diver Down album might have to fact check me, like you fact checked uh, the Mutt Lang
2: and Firehouse last week. uh, That
0: was so embarrassing. I got called out. You sure it's not on
2: 1985?
0: (laughs) Nah, dude, I'm actually more embarrassed than you were on 1985, dude. I was so sure that he was on that album, like he had something to do with it. And I was
2: wrong. Oh, the Mutt Lang thing.
0: Yeah, that was embarrassing, dude. Hey,
2: you know what? It's all good. We've, that's I, why you got Google. Yeah, that's why we have Google. Um, yeah, but
0: I'd I'd rather not say that stuff live on air. You know, that's one of the downsides to having a live podcast. Is uh,
2: you can't edit if it. If you,
0: yeah, there's no no editing. What you see is what, what we you say. Is
2: what you get. So. Good Lord. So Dorothy, how are you? It's uh, I'm it's good. Been a long time since we've actually like talked in person. Uh, That's true. So it's been since like pre-COVID. I'm fairly certain. Yep. Yep. I think yeah, uh, I, know, I, I didn't even see you this year when giving you my taxes.
3: You did not. I did see your dad. I did not see you.
2: Not me. Yeah. So, for those of you putting two and two together now, uh, she's my tax attorney. <laughs> as oh. well as being a uh, phenomenal musician She is a great tax attorney so.
0: And music attorney, correct?
2: Yeah, do you- so I don't
3: do the entertainment law side of it as much um, I, I pretty much strictly do the numbers standpoint
0: Okay, righteous Okay, good to know
3: yeah. So I, I,
0: That is going to cater some of my questions uh, So <laughs> For some reason I thought you were a music business liar
3: No, no, I am. So I I have the full firm. Um, it's an all women lawyers firm and I, I mainly do financial work. I do bankruptcies. I do taxes, taxes for musicians and non-musicians. And then I do, um, a lot of debtor work. So people that don't want to file for bankruptcy, um, so I really, I am a numbers girl. But then I have a gal that does like the divorces, and we have a gal that does real estate work, and I have another gal that does the wills. I mean, we have we have everything um, for the most part. But I don't actually do why you would think I would do the entertainment law side of things. I really don't. Um, I don't know. Maybe one day in my free time that I have, I'll I'll figure out more of that.
0: If if would you have to go like get other like certificates if you did that, or could you do entertainment law?
3: No, I could do it. I just. It's never what I focused on. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Just curious. Well, this has been our show. Thing. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, I was the wrong lawyer. No. No, no, you're fine. Uh, uh, so, w- w- what is behind you? I-, I see a record.
3: There's a gold record on the wall. Um, it's actually the Jukebox Heroes album from Foreigner.
2: Ooh.
3: Four. Nope, it's not four. It's not four. That's a different album. Yeah,
1: no, bro. Yes. Yeah. Don't do this, Robin. Oh,
3: Heroes. God. It's, yeah. Be careful, careful, Robin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm so, like... No, no, no. So Jukebox Hero is on four, but this is the Jukebox Heroes. It's like a greatest hit Oh, album. okay.
2: I was about to say, I was yeah. like, no, I literally just looked this up.
3: No, no, no. Jukebox <laughs> Hero is four.
2: 100%. Okay. So I was I was yeah. partially right.
3: Um, yeah. No, uh, This is the Heroes but album. Um, closer to so, wrong
0: closer around. Yeah. yeah.
3: So that's Parsley that's, that's right. their old album that they uh they sent me a couple months ago.
0: They sent you. Like you know Foreigner.
3: Yes, I am a friend of Foreigner. <laughs> really?
0: Are we allowed to like talk about this? How did this happen or
3: <laughs> yeah, You can talk about all of it. Yeah. Um so all right, you're re- you're ready for the Foreigner story.
0: I want all of it. I want the nitty-gritty. I'm going to turn my mic off.
3: Go. It's really seriously not as exciting as you're probably going to think that it is. Okay, so I, uh, cl- clearly, my favorite band, right? My 11-year-old, um, he's 11 years old now. It's also his favorite band. We've gone to see them. He and I together have been backstage with him six times. Um, I have gone in various stages of pregnancy to see Foreigner. So, like, they've even commented on my Baby at shows. Um, so when COVID all started... Obviously, everything stopped. Right. And the band said, all right, let's take out the PPP loans. Let's get the guys unemployment, all the crew. They were trying to do anything they could do to hook up the crew. And so, you know, the money ran out at whatever point. And they were like, well, shit, we're still on the road. What else can we do for the guys? So they started like they started small and they started doing you could buy a personalized video from a band member that, you know, you could say, I want the drummer to make me a video. And here's my name. And I want the drummer to answer these three questions. And I'd send you like a 10-minute personalized video. So like, all right, it's cool. I'll, I'll get a couple of those. So I did that. And then I think like the next round, they were like, oh, we have like the 400 COVID masks and um, like signed drum heads. And I was like, cool, send me a couple of those. I'll do that too. So then like the fourth or fifth time I bought stuff, their manager was like, wait, your name keeps popping up. Like, who are you? What is happening? So I get this like handwritten note from one of their management team. Um, and he put his business card in there and he like threw all this extra stuff in. They were like, all these random guitar picks. And so he just threw all this extra stuff in. I was like, oh my God, all right. And he sent me his business card. It's like, I'm supposed to email you, right? Why else did you send me your business card? I may have had a few glasses of wine that night. I don't know. But I'm so I, <laughs> like, what the hell? Let me email Foreigner's manager. So I email him. I'm like, hey, uh, I got the box. Thanks for all the extra stuff. Like, This may be the coolest night of my entire life right now. Emails me back. I wake up the next morning, I already have an email from me. He's like, Oh my god, you've done so much already to help our crew. Like, you know, this is this is like giving them money for Christmas, essentially, at this point, right? Um, so I kept buying stuff. I was like, this is, I'll just keep doing this, like as long as you guys do it. Um, so then it got to the point where management was like emailing me before they'd go live, and they're like, Hey Dorothy, we're about to like put this package up, but like if you want it, we'll just sell it to you instead of like letting anybody else have a shot at it. Um so my law firm, we actually, we call it, the band calls it the Foreigner Museum. And when you walk into my office, there's literally a signed guitar, the drum head. um, There's a whole table. I have a pair of the singer's pants that he signed, a pair of his shoes. Um, And so part of this package was they were going to make me, they were going to have their like leather guy, who's apparently like the leather guy for like all these big rockers. He makes all the guitar straps that are like beautiful straps. And they said, well, he wants to make one for you. But would it be okay if he put your logo next to Foreigner's logo? And I'm like, is this? No. Yep, that's fine. Yeah, you can put my logo next to it. <laughs> Do you so, have it with you right now or is it at the shop? I have one of them. Hang on. I can grab it.
2: They're me two at this point.
3: So the one at my office, the letters are all, like, in color. So you can't see it as well on here. That is and then awesome. my logo. So this I... thing is, like, crazy quality. Apparently that is he makes like, really cool. Yeah, this guy and I, I feel horrible. I can't think of his name right now, and I feel like I should know it and give him a like a shout out. And I feel it, is the off. company
0: called Red Monkey Designs by any chance?
3: No, it is. All right, you, bear with me, and I'll find it on my Facebook right. while I'm talking. And um,
0: I want to shout yeah. out that your your uh your logo is it DB.
3: It is DB For with a Decibel.
0: Cordless. That's really cool.
3: There you go. Um, it's Two Brothers Leatherworks. Right on. So well, for those of you tuned brothers
0: in right now, Two Brothers Leatherworks uh, yeah. makes really awesome straps.
3: Yeah, I think they make them. So the guy, the bass player for Foreigner, is the former bass player for Dokken. So it's his. It's like his guy. Cool. But they. Um, Jeff Pilson? Yep. Yeah. I was say. So it's his. It's his guy. But then I think this guy, all Two Leathers, Two for Two Brothers, they also make them. I think he said he makes them like for Ozzy. I mean, like he makes them for like big. For I mean,
0: there's. Yeah. It, it's a small, you know, in this, in this world, you know, there's, there's a couple of other ones, you know, yeah. that, that make custom straps, but it, there's not many, you know, and, and, and there's, there's a couple of, you know, big custom painters paint that, you know, do custom paint jobs on guitars. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy how small of a world uh, this stuff is. It's a very small world in the photography, you know, like the big rock photographers. Um, that is really badass thank you for sharing that story now what where, where did this love come from
3: um i don't Former honestly just rocks bro <laughs> i mean, four is awesome who doesn't like i want to know what love is doesn't that just I, make you have feelings all the feels
0: on the rock of ages tour i play every single night so yes so i love not that song me
3: all the feels anymore. <laughs> oh
0: uh no wrong it it absolutely Still does, does. i i i would play that show every day of my life for the rest of my life
3: that's awesome it's, so yes Yeah, no, so they, um, my, my son and I, so when my son was younger, so he saw his first Warner show, like right when he turned seven, which was a, that was a whole deal. Like he got backstage, he got to hang out in Mick Jones's dressing room. But, um, we, uh, it was supposed to be me and my husband. And so before I'd go to a concert, every time I'd go to a concert, my, my little guy would be like, Hey, what's the biggest song by this guy? So we'd literally have to go to, he's very literal. We'd have to go to Spotify, see the most played song by the artist and listen to it before i could go to a show and he you know he, he'd rock out and, you know he enjoyed a little guns N roses. It, and roses this is at I, seven this well this was at six before right like he turned seven just before the show but it like six wow. if you asked him who his favorite was his favorite was guns and roses um
0: good answer kid he,
3: he would karaoke to a uh, sweet child of mine we have videos of him in like footy pajamas rocking out um but before we went to this foreigner show we played him jukebox hero and it was like it was like a life changer. He was just like, this is this is the most epic song on the planet. Like, so my husband eventually said, I think you should take him to see Foreigner because I am, I'm ashamed to admit my husband is not really a Foreigner fan. So nobody, you know, Foreigner don't listen to that. Um, but my son is, so I took my son, and then it just became like our thing. So like every time Foreigner would come around Texas, we'd have to go see them somewhere, um, and we'd always do like front row because you know he was a seven year old. He's short. You got to put him sure. in the front row. Or he can't see the band. So, uh, yeah, we would just, we would go to all the shows together and that was a thing. And the band would remember us because there's not like a lot of seven, eight year olds running around backstage at a foreigner concert. No. And, um, and
0: where, where did the backstage come? Like, did they just, because this was before management sent you their card, correct?
3: Yes. So I, I am that person that buys that front row package that comes with the meet and greet and the VIP and the everything. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we had just done that enough times, and then right on. Yeah, they seem like really
0: nice guys. Uh, one of my buddies is is their merch guy. He tours with them, and he loves the gig.
3: Wait, wait, I know him. I know him. Kyle. I, I, yes, I met Kyle. So so as this whole thing progressed, like with the getting the guitar straps and all this stuff, when I I got to go to their first show post COVID, I went to their their first show in in May. And management had this whole thing like lined up. They were like, okay, so this guy's gonna meet you at the back gate and he's got this for you. And like, literally, each person would be like, now you need to go to this guy. Now you need to go to this guy. So, like, they literally sent me to Kyle and Kyle had another autographed album for me. And Kyle's like, oh my God, you're Dorothy. Like, I know all about you already. This is that's awesome. Real. Yeah. What a
0: small yeah. world.
3: It was, it was, it was nuts. So when I came home, so Kyle actually had the the physical Jukebox Heroes album signed for me. That was like his prize on my scavenger hunt at Foreigner Concert. Um, it was a week later that I came home and their manager Facebooked me and he's like, Hey, um, are you going to be home? We have a delivery coming for you. And he's like, this one will give you bragging rights. And I went, I literally have guitars, drums, you know, like signed. I want to know what love is sheet music. Like what is left? Right that was the gold record he said you were so and it had this really cute little note that you know i had been their jukebox hero so they wanted to send me the gold record because i had shown the band what love is you
0: just you just you just gave me a uh, uh, goosebumps <laughs> all the hair on my shoulder that's really that's, cool yeah.
3: yeah so it literally has my name on it it is an official gold record the works
0: wow Oh. Yeah. well as as an artist and and touring musician i want to say thank you so much for your support of live music that that means the world to us believe me
3: always
0: uh too cool i gotta text kyle now i'm I mean, like <laughs> dude dorothy's on the podcast <laughs>
3: dude, I'll it... on instagram now
0: <laughs> right on yeah kyle's the man he lives here in nashville does he really mm-hmm. as
2: does nice. most people that as does most people that do all this stuff. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Robin. Shut up. <laughs> it's cool, man. Austin's cool, bro. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's really cool. I, I don't want to. I I'm, don't want to. I don't want to have I'm to. Born make, there. Yeah, I don't want to have to make Dorothy learn Tennessee law in order to file my taxes.
3: No, no, no. I do taxes for people everywhere. See? know, I have a whole like market of guys up in New York.
2: See, Robin?
1: But you can't make excuses, bro.
3: Oh no.
1: wait,
0: sorry, did I just yeah. fail you,
2: Robin? I'm sorry. No, I honestly it. <laughs> I
0: won't I, I, do it. Austin is Robin's place and I, I, I see some really some really cool things in, in Robin's future. I really do. I, I think we'll that see what uh, happens. you know what? I'm, dude can I Since you're most likely not gonna do it, can I tell her that idea
2: I had for you? The idea for her or me.
0: For you, I want to see if she thinks that it's as genius idea as I do. Okay. Okay. So, have you ever been to a show with Robin? Not, not like, to see Robin, but have you ever been to a show and Robin was there?
2: No. I think so. Wait. Right? Maybe? Where?
0: Okay.
3: The well, I mean, point yeah, on... Does the pit orchestra count? Because, like, I've certainly been in no. the pit orchestra. I, I'm Robin.
0: trying to I make know. a point here. Okay. okay. So, every time I'm in Austin and me and Robin go somewhere, Parker Jazz Club, uh, uh, Anto's, any venue, he knows everybody there. People are coming up to him, shaking his hand. What's up, Robin? Blah, blah, and I'm like, am I with a damn rock star? And I think Robin should start a singer-songwriter night oh, yeah. once a month or once a week on, on whatever the off night is. So, like... like don't do it on a big so night Tuesdays. where, like, okay, Tuesdays, whatever. Start Well, there start goes a, a
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> dude, just, <laughs> can I make my damn point? I think you should start a a, um, a singer-songwriter night and be the host of it. And, and, and you're in the round—basically what they do here in Nashville, do a writer's round, but you're always in it as well, but you're also hosting it. Dude, I think you would blow up in Austin, even bigger than you already are. We'll see. I mean, what do you think about I, that idea, Dorothy?
3: I think it sounds awesome. I think he's definitely going to set up the contracts for that. Well, I. But,
2: you know, I mean, aside it, from that.
0: <laughs> there, you, there you go. Right. I don't know, dude. I think you'd crush it.
2: I think it'd be great. It's it's finding, like I've said, it's finding the venue. It's finding the venue that'll do it, uh, and especially with you know, everything just kind of being the way it is right now. It's been a little, a little difficult, but um, we are. Uh, my roommate and I are actually working on an idea um, for. Uh, there's a play. I like the part of me wants to. So I'm thinking about this. Is like part of me wants to t- talk about this, but then the other part of me is like, if I talk about this, I don't want to jinx it and then like not have it happen. But anyways. Well then, don't uh, use knock on names.
1: Wood.
0: Knock on wood, dude.
1: But you that's the
2: fine. whole. But that's the whole thing. Like the name is like really what's like. Gonna sell, I think. Really gonna sell this thing. So well, then, then, then don't
0: say that. But like, what's the idea? So it's it's like it's like a. <laughs> uh
1: oh.
2: Well, Uh-oh. you
0: pissed off Dorothy.
2: Yep. Uh, she she will be back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yes. Uh, no. Okay. So, um, well, there's a so there's a restaurant here in Austin that has okay. a really clever name. And so okay. we came up with another, like, clever name using theirs.
0: So it was a playoff of their words, but you would want to do it at their venue.
2: Yeah, but so they have this really great little, like, back patio thing, and it's small okay. enough to uh, – that it could be, like, an intimate setting, but it's also – it's, like, big enough to where you could, you know, space people out, and it's outside. Okay. But to do a songwriter's round thing – but instead of a songwriter, like it'd be a round, but it would more of be like, you know, there's there's gonna be three artists that are gonna perform like, you know, thirty to forty five minute sets. And but so then that's we... not a
0: round. That's just a concert.
2: Right. But um. What...
0: I think you should do something different in Austin. No one's doing rounds.
2: Well, there are people doing rounds. There are people doing songwriting. They're just not in Austin proper. They're like on the outskirts on the outsides of Austin. Okay.
0: Bring it to Austin yeah, proper, dude. Find
2: find the right venue, Zach. <laughs> the venue you're talking about. Well that's like well, yeah, that's gonna take some some time. There's and plus we don't know if the if the round thing we're gonna try different things. We don't know if the round might work there or not. We don't know if that's dude, okay.
0: Let me ask you this. If if I if I have your permission, I bet you I can find you a venue in a week. If I do it, will you do it?
2: We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Because, yeah, it also depends on the venue. It also really depends on the venue. So, well, you've got to to choose the venue that you know is going to be able to build the – that's going to work with you to build it. Because I've done residencies and stuff at places that just don't give a shit. Like, they're like, yeah, you know, yeah, come do our residency. And then they don't do anything to help build it. Right on.
0: So right off the bat, I'm thinking of either a popular restaurant or bar that already has a following, okay? And you pick one of their slower nights.
2: Geraldine's. Cough,
0: cough. Geraldine's. Uh, And and you use their social media and their marketing people along with your – yeah. Social media and the other artists' social media. Exactly. And and you build something, dude. It's gonna be slow at first. It's just like the podcast. Of course. You know.
2: But it's it's but, also it's also it's finding that right room that's gonna want that's gonna want to see this succeed. That's why it's taken me so long to try and find a place because the places that I would have gone already have their own that they do. Like the Saxon Pub has one. Um, they do a BMI on a, Monday night. Uh, I believe. I don't know where when it used to be. I mean, it's been so long since they've done it because of reasons. Uh, but yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, they do a, they do one like once or twice a month, so they wouldn't be interested in doing another one. They already have one going, so it's finding. And then the other two are like out in Cedar Park somewhere. So,
0: well, that's a long way away. I
2: know. Hey, knows maybe we could you know. I could probably talk to uh, Hudson's on Mercer, and uh, yeah, I can talk, bring it to Drippin' Springs. Yeah, bring it to Drippin' Springs. Why I, could probably... I you heard that. of
0: Hudson's on Mercer?
2: They're a little, they're a little. Oh no, because that's is the... that where I drove to see you? <laughs> that's where you <laughs> drove. You peered through the window for a second and then left. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was me. What's up? <laughs> it was so funny. Like, I just turn around and there's just this face, It's like in the window. <laughs> For about uh, yep. like thirty seconds while I'm playing, and then he leaves.
0: But then when the crowd started like looking at me, I was like, "Okay, I'm leaving."
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a crowded night that night.
0: Anyway, I don't know, dude. I I I I think. I agree with be, you um,
2: wholeheartedly. Agree with you that it would be a big success here. Uh, I mean,
0: look at look at Motown Monday, dude. It's huge.
2: I know. I wish it was still. Is it still going? Mm-hmm. I... Mm-hmm.
0: There's still. My buddy Zach sometimes plays at it.
2: Um, that's good to know that it's still going.
0: It's 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 at a place called I think Far Out. Does that ring a bell?
2: Is it the Far Out? Is that where they moved? I th- it used to be at the Highball. Uh, no, this is this is different. Let me see what he said. Yeah.
1: All right. Should we get on our phones too, boys?
2: Well, Mo- Motown Monday. <laughs> Motown Monday was the thing that happened at the Highball with uh, Matchmaker Band, I believe. Anyways, far out lounge. We've we've been okay. I guess they moved it. Um, we've been talking about this for like however long, and we uh, <laughs> we have a guest. ADD. ADD. Okay,
1: sorry. I'll and then. I've just been thinking like about foreigner songs, like jukebox. here playing over and over.
3: It's not a bad way to be. No. Okay, oh. Def Leppard, go.
0: I hear you're a Def Leppard fan, and that's what started this podcast. Me. Yeah.
3: Me, the Def Leppard fan. Yeah. I am. I am. Um, my, the little rocker, he has been backstage with Def Leppard. It's possible. Ooh, ooh. Yeah.
2: So where did this, where did the love, uh, is that just the, the, the time that you grew up in? These are just the bands of your childhood kind of a thing. No, really not.
3: Cause I, I mean, I'm a child of the eighties, right. But you know, we all listen to what our parents are listening to at that point. So I mean, I was a Beatles and Elton John girl growing up. Yeah. You can actually, you can't really see it, but Elton's down there below the uh, Foreigner record. Um, it was it was like later in life, and then I was like, okay, I've you know I've listened to every Beatles album so many times, which I still love the Beatles, and I will still listen to them. But it hit a point, point the, I don't know. I think in law school where I went, I think I need a little bit more rock and roll heavy here. Um, and then all of a sudden it was Journey and Def Leppard and White Snake and Foreigner, and kind of I've kind of left the the older
2: music at this point. As it should be. I mean. Are, I mean, except nowadays, different.
3: it's not like that that's all classic rock. Like, when you start putting Whitesnake on the classic rock station, it feels really weird. And it's I feel a, really old. It's not classic rock.
0: <laughs> I, I, I put that more in the glam yeah. section. But,
2: well, yeah, uh, like it's, it's,
1: it's its own section. Like, it'll never be.
2: <laughs> I
0: mean,
1: it'll never be.
2: It'll never be what?
1: Classic rock. No. Like, classic rock's like 60s, 70s. Yeah. Like, well, it, yeah.
2: It's the, uh, I was watching something and this lady is talking about how, uh, you know, she always, whenever she's doing like her, she's a teacher. So whenever she's doing her zoom classes for her students, she's always got a song playing like the intro when the students are like still logging in. And so she always lets the students choose that. And one student was like, uh, can we do some more classic rock? You know, can we do one like classic rock next week? Next, next thing, and, she, and the teacher's just like, uh, um, yeah, sure, we can do classic rock. You don't want to make like, AC/DC journey? What, what are you, what are you thinking? And uh, the little girl goes, no, like Blink One Eighty Two.
1: Oh my oh. God!
2: But I mean, it, what is the definition of classic though? Twenty five years I or mean... older. So they're they're not classic rock yet, technically. By technical definition, they are not classic right rock Right on. Yet. So, but I yeah, mean, dude, like some years ago, Yes, it's not the point right now, it's not the argument.
0: It, it's close, it's crazy to me to think that some of my first guitars that I got when I was a kid are now considered vintage, yeah, and they're 90s, yeah, I know, you it's, know what I'm saying, it's weird, it's weird. Like, like I, I don't know about y'all, but when y'all say 10 years ago, I still think 1990.
1: Oh, that, man, yeah, I think of Blockbuster and yeah, all day. <laughs> Wait, so like, is it's, like are Backstreet Boys and like NSYNC considered classic pop?
2: Then? No, it's not twenty five years no. old. Well, they're, they're early pretty f- close. They're early early pretty stuff close. Maybe that. Dude. Yeah, we're we're hitting twenty five
3: years on Backstreet Boys.
0: The the day that like somebody gives me crap about like listening, like calling NSYNC or Backstreet Boys, like you're so old, you listen to that stuff. Like that's gonna really burn. Ninety six, yeah.
2: they're technically God. considered they, classic. They... Oh my God! That was the Backstreet Boys' first album with them,
3: like
1: leaning against the wall or something, right?
2: Yeah.
3: I mean, are you actually telling me that I want it that way? Is not classic anything? Oh, it's like, classic. That is pure classic. Yeah. It, it defies all genres. It doesn't matter. Oh. Gosh,
0: ninety six just feels like yesterday.
3: Yeah. No.
1: Mario Kart sixty four, some Dominoes or Pizza Hut, Little Caesars, and a.
0: Dude, do you remember when Little Caesars used to have that? That uh, white plastic thing that went in the center of the pizza, so the pizza box didn't smush it.
1: Yeah, uh, like Papa John still does that, I think. Oh, do they? Uh, yeah, they always give you like a pepperoni, like one pepperoni. The you get an entire <laughs> pizza, and they give you like one pepperoni, like in case someone's brave enough to have the pepperoni. I'm like, what the hell? I want more.
2: Yeah, I want more pepperonis.
1: What if I got four people? This pizza's not just
2: for me. Dorothy, what were you doing in '96? I was a freshman
3: in high school. Not not too exciting
2: <laughs> ninety wow to <did> be <laughs> a high schooler in the nineties what were we in ninety six in ninety six we were first we grade were all six years old
3: yeah, y'all were babies yeah we were huh. you know, y'all are feeling old about songs like put me you know I'm like another decade ahead of you guys, so <laughs>
2: yeah
1: oh I was getting ready for second grade, probably <laughs> yep I was just enjoying my I was just probably playing Mario
0: 64. TJ, were you the young kid in your grade, or were you the old kid?
1: I was the young kid.
0: So you're class of 07?
1: I I got my driver's license like junior year. Everyone else was like, are you just getting your driver's license? I'm like, whatever. I'm young. You're
0: not. Wait, what year did you graduate high school? 07. You're 07. Okay. So even though we're the same age, you're just where your birthday fell.
2: Yep. So me and Robin were the old kids yep. in our grade. I was, like, one of the first people to drive in my grade, in our grade. My grade.
1: I think I missed the cut because, like, a July 9th birthday. You guys got the later on in the year birthdays.
2: You probably could have chosen. Your, your parents probably uh, could have chosen. Probably. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll hold him back and make him the smartest kid in the class. Yeah, we're overrated. Because that's
0: what happened to us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We
2: were the hey, smartest we ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I was in the top ten percent. How many
2: people were in our grade? I was in the bottom ten percent. My man. <laughs> <laughs> it was an A percentage. And look, Robin.
3: A... So you know what you tell people is: it in order to have that strong top of the ten percent class, you had to have a really good foundation at the bottom to support the top ten. Just telling you, it's There it, it is,
0: Robin. Can what's I with sit? this this position you keep getting into? This thing where I hold like <laughs> the way this? you're sitting.
2: <laughs> uh, just full spread eagle. <laughs> oh, well, it also looks different on your screen than it does on the on the oh, okay. actual YouTube channel. Um, just curious. Oh, that's, a, that's gotta be it.
0: It's a great <laughs> look for you, buddy.
2: Yeah. What can I say that? I that's it. That's what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I keep waiting for that chair to just
2: yeah. You like back go off. back? You're like, so what were you doing in
0: 1996? You complete. Like, oh, <laughs> <late." laughs> <sighs> <sighs>
2: was I doing in nineteen ninety six? I think I had just discovered uh that there was more on the radio dial than just the oldies station. So I'd start I had started like flipping the channels in the car, trying to find like more music. That's when I started to branch out and discover music on my own. Um so that was probably what I was doing in ninety six.
1: Huh. Yeah. Proud of you, Robin. Where
2: year- you go. It was also the year that I saw Star Wars for the first time.
1: Oh, wow, it took you that long, dude.
0: I still need to do that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you guys got you got you probably haven't seen Bill and Ted 3 yet either.
0: No, but it's on Hulu.
2: Yes. And I have bogus journey sitting out on the thing, so I gotta watch that and then I can watch Is it. Is that more. the second one? Yeah. Yeah. Are Maybe
0: you- we'll do that in September, dude. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I'll
0: I'll be in Austin in September.
2: There you go. Yeah, we need to september yeah. stores. Law firm, yes, you need to come see the foreigner museum or the, the law, dude, firm, whichever one, all of the above, all of the above, absolutely.
0: I want to come see all the gals at the uh, at the law firm. How many are there?
3: Let's see, there are right now one, two, three, four, five attorneys, all females, and then we've got one, two, three, four, four staff members. That's awesome, good, for not you. all we let the guys work on the staff. There you go. Ladies in the
0: charge, nice. so. That's what she said. There you go. Hey, how many single ladies are up there?
3: There's no single ladies that I'm aware of. Oh. Sorry. We're of no single
0: ladies. No single ladies. I'm trying to sing that to all the single ladies uh, by Beyonce. I got Vanessa. it. Thank
2: you.
3: Yeah, oh. hey, you come see the Foreigner Museum.
2: Yeah, I'll come see that. Take your
3: picture in front of it.
2: (laughs) There you go. Besides Foreigner, favorite concert? Oh, besides Foreigner.
1: The second time I saw Foreigner.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. The
3: first time, the second time. Oh, God, that's really hard. All right, if I have to pick, like, another... It's probably garbage. We're going to go back to the 90s. Shirley Manson, like...
2: Who doesn't have have a girlfriend? Total Girl Crush. I don't
0: know who that is. Shirley oh. Manson.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought. <laughs> okay, I didn't know the band name was called Garbage. I thought you meant like.
3: No, oh, that's the band Garbage. I'm, I'm not, not familiar. Stupid girl, like you, real. You know. Uh, you don't really
2: know those songs. Uh, <laughs> not, <laughs> you guys are both. Oh, well, I was trying to type. I was trying to type in Garbage, but uh, I it changed it to Garage, and I'm like. What, the, what is this? <laughs> Close
1: <laughs> enough. Close <laughs> enough.
2: Yeah, try to shut us down, YouTube. That was
3: 96. That's what I was doing in 96.
0: I've never heard that song in my life. No. Well,
3: seriously, if not. Okay, wait. Do you okay? Do you, are you a Bond guy? Do you like know all the Bond songs?
0: I love Bond.
3: Okay, so I just the, uh, watched
0: Spectre. Um, okay,
3: so the world is not enough. That was garbage.
0: Huh? I'll be dang righteous. I'm a huge Bond fan.
3: Okay, well there you go. What the world is not enough.
0: Do you so? Who's your favorite Bond?
3: Well, oh, I'm not a Bond person at all. I just I was like figured like okay, you didn't know the, the big songs. Maybe do oh, okay, that one. Okay, right on. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's another group of, like, very chill musicians, very cool to hang out with. Um, I, guess the, I guess I would say that was my favorite show. We, I saw them in Houston. That was the uh, third, fourth time I saw The fourth time I saw them. Um, and I, I took Little Rocker Daniel. Um, and that one, we got to do this whole, like, go backstage, hang out with the band. Like, literally, they were serving us wine and chocolates. So, like, I'm sitting there with, uh, you know, so Butch Vig is the drummer. Yep. Also, all, also Mr. Nirvana, right, did all the big albums. Um, I have Butch serving me and asking, would you like red or white wine? I'm like, my head is, like, exploding at this moment, you know. And it was funny because Daniel's back there with me. I think he's eight at the time. So they're like, shit, we got to go find this kid something to drink. We don't usually have, like, minors backstage. They, they sure. went and found him a Coke and a Sprite so they could ask him red or white um so no, i got all totally. these photos of a funny. kid backstage like eating chocolates with the guys from the band and that was it that was a pretty cool one because pre-show we uh they did like a whole q a so like the whatever 25 people that had done this vip deal are all sitting there and asking the band just whatever they want and they finally like realized that they're i think daniel was i think he was still seven now he might have been eight but anyway he's sitting in the front of this and the the you know all of a sudden it dawns on them they, they're custom like sailors like we all do right and dawns on i'm like shit there's an eight-year-old kid in the front yeah we should probably start you know stop cussing and uh they look at him and they're like hey little dude is this like your first concert and he goes no i this is like my 10th concert or whatever and they're like what and like okay so like what bands have you seen he, white snake foreigner Journey. And he starts rattling them all off and they're like okay kid like you can rock on with us right and um the, this the was like
0: during the show
3: this is pre-show. It's so, like this is okay. a pre-show thing. And they're like doing this whole thing. You know, I, I guess they were expecting him to name like whatever current band's normal eight-year-olds were listening to. You get, uh, get What get does it. the Fox say? I don't know. Um, and I uh, guess. Yeah, so they're having this like whole thing with him just like going to town. And uh, the band starts censoring themselves at that point. So like they go into this whole thing. that Butch is talking about like what drum set he's using and like his new electric equipment. And he kept saying frogging. And we're all like, what in the hell is he talking about? And they're like, Oh my God, Butch is back here censoring himself for my eight year old. This is nuts, right? So, yeah. And then, like I said, we like went a, back. Sounds like a bunch of nice people. Them, very cool people. Yeah. They, uh, they 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 ran to us right when the show was over and brought Daniel all the, the fun stuff from the stage. And oh,
0: that was a good man. night. Yeah. Rock on. Dude, it sounds like we got to have Daniel on the show.
3: Daniel's pretty cool, man. I don't know. He might, a little, he might be a little camera shy.
0: Okay, so are we.
1: Yeah, we got to start somewhere.
3: <laughs> the heaviest 11-year-old rocker you can find. He's met more rockers than you know most people.
0: All right. He's probably more metal
3: than we are.
2: Yeah. He may be. Yeah. I don't Combined. I don't
3: know. Definitely
0: <laughs> than Robin, for yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, everybody's, everybody's more
2: metal than me. It's, it's cool. I,
1: I, make I don't know, bro. Nuts. you got a backwards hat on today. That's pretty cool. Yeah, metal.
0: dude. I'm so, you look great, man. I'm
2: so white, I make sour cream look tan. So, nah, man. Are, are
0: you starting a, a 90s emo punk pop band?
2: be <laughs> Early two thousands emo punk, if anything.
0: Okay, right on, dude. Looks great. Looks great. i Hey. I'm, Do you own a bandana?
2: Probably somewhere in in my boxes of junk. I have a bandana. You, sh- somewhere. you should find
1: it, and then wear a bandana with the backwards hat over it, Axel Rose style.
2: Nice <laughs> or podcast. or, who else does it? Uh, Brett Michaels. Or. Who else does it? Uh, Nikki Six. Or? Uh, (laughs) Tommy Lee.
0: The singer for Revenge Sevenfold is what I was going for. Uh,
1: uh,
0: Oh,
2: Sinister Gates. That That is is the guitar player. I know that. (laughs) I'm kidding. Mm. Uh. Mm. Mm.
3: You know, Daniel might be more metal than this guy.
2: Oh, pfft. I could list off, I've probably listened to more albums and probably could list off more, like, random facts, but as for being, like, a metal guy, I'm not. Like, I went to an Avenged Sevenfold concert with Chris McMeans from, there's a girl that Zach and I went to high school with, and Chris was a softball player, so she was kind of, like, she wasn't butch, but she was, like, a really freakishly strong female and so we go to the Avenged Sevenfold concert. We're standing there in like the middle of this, and i going.
0: Why did you put the emphasis on sevenfold? I don't, I don't know. You said seven, sevenfold. <laughs>
2: uh, everybody also makes fun of the way that I say Motley Crew. So you said it funny. Is that how you say it? Is Motley Crew? That's, that's what I keep Mötley saying. Motley Crew. It's yeah. just. Motley Motley Crew. That's yeah, Motley Crew. Motley Crew. Motley Crew. You gotta the get the o- out. I don't know. I just do. Anyways, uh, where do you get off? So Gosh. we're standing <laughs> there in this, like, right before I think like Opeth opened for him, or was it? O- it's a band started with an O. Um, and they were at La Zona Rosa. And it was- I love. Is that still around? No. I wish. It I was love was that place. That was a great place.
0: So I'm what standing- is it now?
2: I don't know. I think it's just abandoned. It's just in a warehouse. I know sad that was a great so, but we're standing there and i was like you know what the these first three bands were were great I, i'm gonna go i want to hear Vince sevenfold i want to go stand by the sound guy i don't want to do this mosh pit thing <laughs> so chris is like it's cool man i'll just stay here like i want to be right here in the action i'm like okay so i go stand by the soundboard, which a lot of people have given me flack for they were like you left a girl in the middle of the mosh pit. And I was like, first of all, Chris is- She could whip ass. your ass. Yeah, she could whip my ass <laughs> up and down the street. So... so I'm not worried about her at all. I'm worried about who she gets uh, who she gets in trouble with. And so we're standing there at this thing, and I'm listening. They well, sound fucking phenomenal. I got to see the Rev before he died, and it was just stupid amazing. At the end of the show, I'm standing at the exit door waiting for Chris. Chris shows up. She's kind of got this little like bruise right here. She's wearing just her sports bra, and she's just, like, high-fiving all these guys. And they're like, man, you should have seen it. This guy, like, came up and, like, pushed her. She turned around and just, him. <laughs> it's like... That going, sounds this, like her. This is, this is why I left. This is why I'm not in the middle of that mosh pit. <laughs> so, not metal guy. want to go stand and, like, protect my ears and, like, not totally. be in the mosh pit.
3: Do you know what? You want to know what the coolest thing is? Is that all these, and granted, we have not gone to actual mosh pit rocker shows, right? They're, they're the, the people at the rock shows that we're going to, the hair metal bands of now, are slightly older, but it's actually really cool to watch how they interact with a young child. Because I always thought they'd be like, what the hell is chicks bringing a kid in the audience for this? And they're actually oh. like the most respectful fans I've ever been around. Like, oh, yeah. they will make, when we went to see, when I took them to see Guns N' Roses, we were actually in Slash's Snake Pit, and we were, you know, close enough to the rail, and like all these grown men were like, "No, no, no, guys, you need to make a space for this kid to come up here." And I'm like, "Are you are you serious? We didn't get here early enough though to get on the rail." And they're like, "Nah, it's cool. You got a kid." They like literally let him just walk up to the freaking rail, and then the whole night, like, you know, it was actually Duff that was obsessed with my kid. And he's like literally waving at him the stage, throwing him all his picks and stuff. And I'm like, "But yeah, the the metal That's fans awesome. now are like,
0: where so Where did y'all see them? Incredible. ACL?
3: We saw them there, but we saw them um, in the Alamo Dome in San Antonio." That was cool. where we saw the first time. Yeah. But it's really cool. neat because I always thought, like, man, I'm gonna bring my kid to a white snake concert, you know, like who who's gonna want a, a 10-year-old up in the front, right? No, they're no. they they sit there and they're like, dude, do you know these songs? And, I mean he knows every word to every song and is like rocking out. And like once he shows he's like in it and he knows his stuff, and it's not just mom didn't want to get a babysitter, so she brought her kid to the concert. He's like sure. the most loved kid in the audience.
0: The 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 eighties metal crowd. You know, the older crowd that still goes and supports those bands is... What are you doing, Robin? (laughs) I just
2: spilled (laughs) my drink all over
0: (laughs) my rug. Way to go, pal. So so they're like the sweetest crowd, but the nicest crowd that I've ever been to, of all the shows I've been to, uh, hands down, Jimmy Buffett.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody
0: is friends at that yeah. show oh. it is nothing but positive good vibes oh my gosh i went there for my 30th birthday and it was one of the greatest experiences of my life
3: i'd love to see him again
0: oh i would do it in a heartbeat
3: did you know that- it's so crazy when you go to those shows though because the guys are all like how many times have you seen him and you're like oh you know twice like, i've seen him 59 times like what how many times have you seen jimmy buffett every time i've been to a buffett show that's like they're it's, all just want to know so how many. so good, times. and like he's got all, you know,
0: it, it, he gives people a chance, especially like older people, to, to mm-hmm. let their kid out, you know, like their inner child out, you know. I mean, when when you've got a, a whole sea of people doing the shark, whatever that dance is, bends um, to the left, bends yeah, to the right. Yeah, um, I mean, bins. it's it, like no one cares at that show. Like everyone just has a good time, and I. Yes, that, that is hands down the sweetest crowd I've ever been around. There are no strangers in those crowds. What you looking up,
2: Robin? I'm Well, so there's a, there's a little interesting fact that I learned about Jimmy Buffett, and I'm looking up to make sure that I'm correct on it. Um, yeah, you probably but should. But in, in all of his career, do you know what his first number one single was? Not number one album, but number one single.
1: Probably not Margaritaville. Uh, Volcano. That's a good album.
2: I'll give you a hint. Uh, it was technically not a Jimmy Buffett song.
0: Is it the Alan uh, Jackson? Oh song? yeah, Five, Five O'clock, O'clock, somewhere O'Clock Somewhere was yep. his
2: first number one yep. single. Like he And had it a, was a co-write. He had a uh, actually I think he was just featured on it. I don't know if he wrote it. I, I don't know the details of that. But his his uh, I love that song. His me too. That's a really good song. Do you all play it with Pauline? No. We don't. You should. We probably should. Um, his... Fun
1: fact, boys. Uh, there's a Margaritaville in Pigeon Forge.
0: Huh. Like the hotel or the restaurant?
1: It uh, would be both kind of. It's like a little hotel, but they have. And then Gatlinburg had a Landshark Bar and Grill. So Jimmy Buffett knows placement.
0: Dude, he's, he's crushing it, dude. And now he buys, like, resorts. And and I think he buys uh uh what's it called like uh, retirement communities.
1: Guy's a genius.
2: Yeah, I love that guy. Oh, he's 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 wickedly intelligent with how he's done things. So it's. Did a, you hang
0: out in Boston this week?
2: What? Oh, did you
0: hang out in Boston? You said wicked.
2: I, my landlord and the the two guys that have been that, producing my albums they're they're br- they're from Boston. Yeah, so man. It's like,
0: they're wicked cool, man. I'm, I'm picking
2: up this like uh he'll when he's gonna start the start the recording he'll be like all right i'm giving you two bars bars <laughs> two bars two bars all right full bars kid all right you need to take a bar
0: okay sorry
3: i took it too
1: it's kelly two hansen bars. that's the lead singer of foreigner i've been thinking about it this whole show
3: you should have just ask me i could have given no, you one. No.
1: i didn't want to google it i didn't want any hints <laughs> he used to sing i, a I couldn't right think right of his now. name i just figured it out kelly hansen
0: he's fantastic <laughs>
3: Well,
1: yes.
0: that's great, man. I'm so glad you figured it out on your right.
1: own. If you guys haven't heard Hurricane, great band. He sang for them.
0: Right on. Dude, I was blasting Stardust today. That new old band?
2: The, you shot your bullet through my oh, heart. They're, they, have a oh, great, yeah. they have a great version of Heartbreaker. Yes, I listened to that today. It's What's so funny good. is...
1: Uh, I skipped that initially because I'm like, oh, it's a cover. I don't want to listen to the cover right now. I don't listen to other stuff, but I came back to it and I was like, okay,
2: That's yeah, dude. Okay. The, I I've listened to that album. I think like four or five times now. Just just I'll just put it on and just listen to the whole thing. It's so good. They're, dude,
0: Stardust is
2: great. So, Have you
0: heard of them, Dorothy? No,
3: I'm like literally like, okay, I need to take a note. Like this is what I'm gonna be listening to later.
0: Stardust, fin- Finland, yeah. right? I don't know where yeah. they're from. Finland you or got- Norway. But they're called Stardust. Uh, I want your first experience to be a song called Bullet Through My Heart.
1: Wait a second, okay. aren't they somewhere weird, or did I find something else that was weird? Be was careful like, what like,
0: you say, because Robin will haunt you forever if you say something. Correct,
1: wrong. but there was a band I think I found that was like from Turkey or something. I was like, no way. I'm wondering if it's Stardust.
0: I don't know, but they're great.
1: Yeah, because when you because I couldn't find them right away. It took me a little bit, and then like Apple Music, I found them. But like Google, it was obviously. A lot of other things
0: hmm.
1: before I found them. But if I found the country, then I was like, oh.
0: Yeah, dude, dude, I want to go to that lineup I was showing you about in my uh, Key West. West. Dude, are you oh kidding me? Gosh,
1: we should do the podcast from there. Get in dude. with Eddie Trunk, just hang out with him.
0: So the the the, the way I found out about it was uh, uh, D. Snyder's manager had posted about it, and on on Facebook, and I wonder if he's throwing the event. Hungry. I'll find out who's throwing it, and uh, cause, dude, I would love to do the dude just be backstage and, and interview all the bands.
1: That would be amazing. That
0: would be super especially if fun. they
1: they picked us up like like a little bit of the tab, cause it's expensive in Key West. And it's gonna be ridiculous then.
0: But, yeah, I ain't never been.
1: Oh, uh, it's it's a it's like a a mini. It's like a Vegas where like you want to go for like three or four days max. Kinda. I know you like. You're weird with Vegas. You'd do it for like a month, or live, I would or live there. <laughs> I love Vegas. I do too, but it's like a, a three-dayer for me. Ah, uh, and so I was not right, but we were close, kinda. Way to go, Robin. Uh Hungary. Yeah,
2: that's what Hungary. I. That's what I just said. Yep. Hungary.
1: Oh, I <laughs> thought you were like going Google, spell it.
2: No, that's why Lena is like Hungary. They're from Hungary. They're Hungarian.
1: And I think we talked about that on one of the last podcasts turkey hungary same thing
2: i recently learned that holland is not a country
1: yeah
2: (laughs) i did not know that. the more you know the more you know i I thought it was a country it's not it's a place in the netherlands and if i'm correct they speak german (laughs) probably (laughs) because why not you know
1: (laughs) i'm from holland isn't that weird um, That's from Gold Member, Austin Powers. Anybody? No? Cool. <laughs> wow. You guys don't watch Austin Powers, huh?
3: Cool.
0: I love Austin Powers, but I don't remember that line. It's,
3: yeah. I feel like I blocked Gold Member. The first two, if you'd gone there, I'd have been right with you. I still oh, think Beyonce's, one of the, one
1: Beyonce's of... in the Gold Shh. Member, though.
0: Damn it. I just dropped
2: my drink. you go, It's my fault. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just, I still think one of the best things, the best scenes. Is when Michael Caine and uh, Mike Myers start talking British in front of all the girls. That it's like like that you, the subtitles come up to for like what they're actually saying, but it's all that just like Cockney slang. You know,
0: is that his father that he's talking to?
2: Yeah, so the, it's, it's Austin that. Powers' okay. father in, in there, but I, it's just that scene. I don't know why that scene just always cracks me up.
0: I think the first one. I like all the awesome powers, but I think the very, very first one, which was International Spy or
2: Yeah. Yeah. Inter- and of Mystery. Mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Still one of the I... best theme songs, too.
0: I I think I laughed the hardest on the the first one. Oh
2: yeah. Is that the one where it he is... like, backs the cart up and then like gets it wedged in between? It's so he's like doing this. The 15 point turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. That that one is absolutely hysterical. That kind of comedy and is just it. It doesn't now, happen much anymore. I wish it no.
0: Did. Now I got really when I was on the Rock of Ages tour on Hulu, uh, the uh, you know the streaming service. Why why why, uh, uh,
2: why are you putting the emphasis weird?
0: So you'd say say something about it. So Ooh, they at w- at one point in time they had a bond section where they they. It, it's not on there anymore, but there was every Bond movie in order. Like, all 20 or 30 of them, however many they are. And so I got really into... I started, like, at one, because I wanted to see I wanted did to see the wa- storyline.
2: Did you watch the true first one, or did you start with Dr. No?
0: I think I started with Dr. No. Is that not the first one?
2: Technically, no. but What's the oh, first the one? Technicality. The, the first one is technically Casino Royale, but it was a... Uh, but they
0: did it, it, it was, a Star Wars thing where they released it later. No,
2: no, no. It was it was a. Uh, I believe it was released in the fifties. Um,
0: no, Casino Royale was sixty-seven.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was in the two thousands with Daniel Craig.
0: Well, that's the remake. <laughs> yes, nineteen sixty-seven, big boy. So, no. So I, I started with Dr. No. Dude, I'm trying to make a point here. So <laughs> I, I, I started watching, you know, all these original Bonds. I think I've, I watched like the first two or three or four of them, you know, on the road. And then I watched Austin Powers' Spy, International Man of Mystery, sorry. And, and I did not realize that the, that's just a spoof of all James Bond movies. Yes. Is what Austin yep. Powers is. There you go. On That's
1: one the, the spy who shagged me.
0: Yes, another good one. Goldmember was not my favorite. It's good, but it's not my favorite.
1: I don't think it's my favorite either. I just pulled out that line, so sorry.
0: It's okay, man. What are you looking for, Robin? We already figured it out. No, no
2: I am. I am. <laughs> I know that there was a bond before Doctor No. I'm not crazy.
3: Because Doctor No,
2: Doctor No is the movie that started what we all refer to as the as the Bond movies, but there was one before it. There's a Bond that played it before him. Um,
1: Are you just a bad Googler, dude?
2: I'm looking at. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm a terrible. Apparently, I'm a terrible Googler. Or they're just erasing uh, history. Yeah, just-
1: Mandela effect.
2: Yeah, apparently the Mandela effect. Doctor
0: No the- is the first one. <laughs> In nineteen sixty two Thunderball.
1: That's all that's all I got for it. I'm not gonna go deep into this. This isn't bond attention.
0: <laughs> well that sounds like a totally different podcast. <laughs> yeah. bond that is that is attention. that's that's our, that's,
1: uh, that's the OnlyFans page. <laughs> Good lord.
2: Horrible. No, I'm convinced. I'm convinced there was someone who played him in the fifties.
1: Then look up Thunderball because that's the closest I got for you.
2: Thunderball is a note. That's not.
1: Okay. Yes. Well then... Ha!
2: American actor Barry Nelson was the first to portray Bond on screen in 1954's television adaptation of Casino Royale. That's why I was like, my brain is like. I that's just one
0: a... site. That's just one site, bro. <laughs>
2: like, <"I> Dude, <laughs> well, that, uh, is,
0: What uh, is with all the flipping? That's like at least
1: three tonight.
2: Technically, yeah. Technically four, because there were two right there. There were two before. There were two more. <laughs> dude, is that gave, the, gave it
1: the big, the big one earlier.
0: Well, and now just, you just pipe. did. Dude, oh, is that, that Pamplemousse? Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. I we'll see your pomple- LaCroix. Oh yeah. Pom- yeah, mine. Pamplemousse. That's
1: yeah, the flavor. grapefruit, pretty much.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's just grapefruit fancy. in another in another language. Maybe be like French or something. Could be.
2: Well,
0: uh, i don't know because like i don't know i i thought pomplamoose was a musical group <laughs> it is but it's also the name of grapefruit in another
2: language oh I wonder where they got their name they're a great they're a great band if you haven't seen them they really I, bet, are. I
1: bet you'd pair, pair well with a monster cheese moonster moonster cheese
0: Muinster.
2: <laughs> so is that a real cheese like are you Muenster? Mon- yeah. Like are you like yeah. making fun of a na- like an actual cheese name, or are you just yes. being weird? Muenster cheese, it's a white cheese with like holes in it. Okay.
0: No, uh, there are no holes. There are no holes. That's Swiss. I was, say, I was like,
2: wow. Oh. <laughs> well, so oh, is,
1: hope we've s- had fun, Dorothy.
2: So <laughs> is, is, are there other cheeses that have holes in them besides Swiss? Because I know that any salad, if you stab it enough, it's a Caesar salad. But, like... Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow.
3: Dad jokes. You got dad jokes. Thank you very
2: much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm surprised we didn't, we didn't talk more in like, law. <laughs>
3: we established I'm the wrong lawyer.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like I could ask her. So, who've you done taxes for? <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> and can you get them on the show?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm trying to work on it. I feel like foreigner. You know, hey guys, if you need a, you know, a, a tax person, you know, I got you.
0: Yeah. They. Yeah. I. They probably just, have just... like ten tax people.
3: Order some. I know, but I'd probably, like, way cheaper. I'd probably just be like, look, just give me some passes to the next show, and then you don't have to pay me. There you go. <laughs> oh, That's all I have
0: to do? All right. You can go
3: to yeah. any show you want to I'm on foreigner? <laughs> it's actually funny, because clients walk in, and they see all the foreigner stuff in there, and they go, do you do you do my taxes and foreigner's taxes? I'm like, no, nah, I'm I'm not actually that. I'm not that cool.
0: <laughs> no, it, it's probably best. You keep work separate from fun.
3: No, because then it would all be a tax deductible thing. Come on, Zach, you gotta think in terms yeah, of that. Yeah, I was those.
0: just gonna say. Come on now. What would be like
3: if I were go if I were foreigner's tax fee person, and then I went to a foreigner show? You know, me buying a foreigner shirt, I'm like repping my band, so tax deductible. Right yeah, I'm visiting my clients.
1: We right should on. start buying some stuff, guys. How do we do this, Dorothy? Look us up with the uh, law on this. We'll just start get a, like a non profit, and then we'll just you know.
3: Start
2: just buying things.
0: Yeah. I mean, isn't isn't Rock Detention technically a rock a non
2: profit right now? Yeah. Uh, well, it's technically, hey, well, let's, let's, it's technically <laughs> nothing because we haven't filed oh. anything. We haven't declared what we are.
1: Let's just be right now and write it off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, am I on the clock? Hang on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, you're not on the clock because we can't afford okay, you. That's good. So. <laughs>
1: Well, we're a nonprofit, so we could write it off.
2: There you go. <laughs> hey. Are you
3: potentially going to be a for-profit? Yeah. So,
0: how does a nonprofit make money?
2: They don't. That's the whole they thing.
1: They ask for it. They take. Technically...
3: Yeah, you get
2: donations. You're non yeah. There's gotta be some loopholes that we don't know about. Well, of course, look at the, if you want to look at loopholes, look at the Red Cross.
1: Well, they're not going to be on the podcast. Yeah, no? dude. I always got to <laughs> bash somebody.
0: Hey, I'm Robin. You just can't.
2: Who was I? Uh, my mom? My mom. I hope my mom's watching because she'll be able to answer this. But there was a uh, there was a famous radio show that was two guys that were hosting it, and one of them was always saying something and like putting his foot in his mouth. So every episode, he's always apologizing. He's always had to just start the episode at like start the show as apologizing to someone. I feel like I'm that guy. Like I say something, that's we, like oh.
1: <laughs> we need to make a list of everyone we need to apologize for. <laughs>
0: I don't I don't think just
1: in case like we're sorry Red Cross we're sorry Van Halen 1984 we're sorry I'm just
2: I'm just thinking of like immediately I just think of Quagmire when there's that one episode where like it's a cutaway and he's he's Bill Clinton and he's just going my fellow Americans I did that girl (laughs) (laughs) that's all I'm thinking of right now and you're like who do we need to apologize to Goo Goo Giggity. Uh, you need to see it. So.
1: I don't, know. I don't know how. I don't know what made you think of that, but that's awesome. Way to go, kid. Explain what made me think of it.
2: Um. So, how about them cowboys?
0: Was there any Was there any questions on the? uh, Do we have any comments? Nope. No,
1: no,
2: no. We have comments, but no questions. So,
1: good things, bad things, terrible (laughs) things, medium things, terrible things.
2: It's just I've just gone back. It's just been an argument between me and me and Tosh. That's it. Oh.
0: I mean, that's usually what it is anyway.
2: (laughs) Just a rip roaring argument. No worries. It's not an argument at all. (laughs) Well, she played the before oboe. Before we wrap... I didn't know that. She played the oboe. Because so. she's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't played know who the recorder. About, but she's awesome. We're talking about That's... TJ's wonderful lady.
3: Um, I mean, only a special breed of us play the oboe, so she must be awesome. hmm Those yep. obists.
0: <laughs> I like obists. <laughs> I was
1: a recorderist once.
2: A recordist? Am so, I... <laughs>
1: recorderist
2: have I told y'all uh my pianist joke my piano player joke no I yeah. wish you wouldn't oh trust me you're gonna <laughs> you don't like it' we'll end, we'll end with this so this guy walks into a bar and he sits down at the bar and he pulls out a little piano player and he pulls out a little piano uh, piano and the guy starts playing it bartender walks over and goes oh my god that's a mi- where where'd you get this and the guy goes ah, I found a genie I made a wish the guy goes can I borrow that genie I, I got some wishes i need to make and the guy goes yeah you can borrow the genie just let you know he's a little hard of hearing so enunciate what you're asking for and the guy goes oh how'd you did, did you did you wish for something bad and you know like if, if something happened the guy goes no 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 no." but do you think i intentionally wished for a 12 inch pianist <laughs> oh it's
3: better than you oh. see yourself joke
1: you're you're upgrading (laughs) baby steps
0: for those of you who tuned in this week thank you so much for being here Miss Dorothy thank you for being here Uh, everybody do your taxes and if you need your taxes done be sure to go find Dorothy we'll have all of her information listed below as always have a blessed week thank you for being here we love you TJ
1: Oh, yeah. thank you, Dorothy, for jumping on, and thank you for all the foreigner stories. And to all you guys watching or ever watch or future watch or whatever I'm trying to say, um, good luck getting any foreigner merchandise before Dorothy. But yeah, <laughs> you know, so support the band, support Dorothy, do your taxes, like Zach said, and uh, love you guys. Do the comment, subscribe, cool things, all that. Robin, over to you.
2: Hey. Thanks for tuning in, Dorothy. Thanks for being here. This was a lot of fun. Um, it's always it's always fun talking to a super fan of a band. So, because you, you guys are the ones that I you you really you the ones that really matter. Like there's the fans, all the fans matter, but it's those those ones that really get close with the band, and they're the ones that really keep us going. So uh, I thank you for that, and uh, thanks for coming on. Um, you can find her on Instagram under your trendy lawyer. So it's at your trendy lawyer, all one word. So go follow her. She's hilarious, especially during tax season. Um, and uh, so, yeah, follow us, follow her. Yes, those are fully automatic nerf guns in the corner. I'm not even going to say it for those of you wondering, because I know you're always wondering. So
0: uh... use code
2: rock to get no
0: percent off of your taxes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, class dismissed. Is this thing still on? Yeah, it's still on is it still on <laughs> I've it now